0: The Punk Rocket Show is sponsored by Epic Merch Door, an amazing website supporting the worldwide punk rock scene where you can find tons of merch for bands like Good Riddance, Dead by Stereo, Much the Same, kool Friends On Rum, Useless ID, Voodoo Glow Skulls, and a lot of smaller bands that you need to discover. They've also recently added some official Tony Slime merch. You can find t-shirts, hoodies, hats, mugs and kids merch with exclusive designs, all with a flat-rate shipping cut, which is very great! So if you're addicted to band merch like I am, go to epicmerchstore.com. Hello, punk rockers! Salut les punks! Welcome to the Punk Rocket Show episode 48! My name is Emily Plamondon. I live in Quebec City, so I'm a French-Canadian I love punk rock. Today my guests are Veronica and Jesse of the band Escape from the Zoo from Texas. They just released a very good album called Counting Cards on Fat Records. You're gonna hear two songs. And I'm also gonna give you a recommendation for the band Sweat from California. And at the end of the episode you'll get some punk rock news. So I hope you're ready because the show is starting now hello hello salut salut i hope you are doing good dear punk rock humans i'm good i feel a little tired these days i think i go to bed way too late (laughs) okay honestly i'm having shitty health habits these days (laughs) i don't work out much i don't work out at all (laughs) And I don't eat a lot of veggies also, so could be better. But next week, the gyms are going to reopen in Quebec. So I, don't, I won't have any more excuses not to do anything. But despite of this, my life is great. I celebrated two things last week. First of all was my 38th birthday and also the first birthday of the podcast. Yeah, I started it in February 2021, the day of my 37th birthday. And I think it was a good move to do it because every week I'm having so, so, so much fun. Also, I'm very, very happy because I made a collab with great people with Sammy Warm Hands from the band Dead Fucking Serious. And Jan, aka The Punk Cellist, we made a cover of The Decline by NoFX and it's available everywhere on YouTube, on Facebook. I posted a little sampler on my Instagram. So if you want to check this, it was really fun to do. So I did some back vocals um, with the boys. And I don't know if I've ever told you that, but The Decline is my ultimate favorite song in the world. I think the lyrics are (laughs) unfortunately still very accurate. I remember seeing NoFX play this song live in Quebec City. And I think it was in 2005. It was at an outdoor show with Good riddance, if I remember correctly. And I think maybe Big Wig was on the lineup too. Maybe I mixed two shows. It was, it's called La Gora, the Quebec, and it's a very gorgeous outside venue. You see the river, oh, so pretty. Anyway, it's a great memories. And I remember when NoFX started with the decline, I was almost crying. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I see this. Okay, let's start this episode with the repunkmendation of the day. mendation! Okay, okay, okay. This band is amazing. It's called Sweat. Like sweat. (laughs) They are from Los Angeles, and it's honestly one of the best things I discovered recently. It's hard to precisely describe their genre, but I would say mostly hardcore punk punk but I also hear some punk and roll riffs for the guitar as well as some I would say post-punk sounds so good I love the magical band of influences they have and I think the singer's voice is crazy good the band just released a new album on Pirates press called gotta give it up gotta give it up also the vinyl is gorgeous the whole album is amazing but my favorite song is bastard So let's listen to it right now. to the conversation I had with Veronica and Jesse of Escape from the Zoo. I discovered this band maybe mm, I would say two years ago and I absolutely loved it. Immediately the energy is incredible. I love the ska-punk, ska-core influences. I was really happy to know they were about to release a new album, this time on Fat Records. So we talked about this new album I also asked them questions about the lyrics, because for me, it's one of the best things about this album. We talked a little about the band Days and Days, because Jesse is part of this band too. We talked about getting sober, how it could affect the writing. So I had a great time with them, the good people, and the album is incredibly good. So I want to say thank you to Melanie Kaye from Fat Rakers Canada for helping me to organize this interview. And during the conversation, you'll hear two songs, Wasted Times and Heads Up 7 Up. Enjoy. So are you in Texas? I think you are, right?
1: Uh, we're based out of Texas right now. We're outside of Silver City, New Mexico. Um, oh, so. We're on our way back from California.
0: So, I'm very happy to have you on the podcast. Uh, I really want to talk about the new album, but also maybe your your journey with punk rock first, like both of you if you want to just tell me about your first influences, how you two met, and how you started the band.
1: My dad kind of bought me up listening to punk since I was you know a little kid, so it's always been around me and uh when I was like sixteen or seventeen. Uh, I was living out in this college town in Texas, and I was just super bored. So I write, uh, started writing songs and stuff mm-hmm. with uh, Whitney from Days and Days. and
0: yeah.
1: Kind of just never stopped. Um, uh, and Then I met Veronica. Was it like seven years ago now? Eight. Eight, eight years eight. ago now? <laughs> um, uh, she was playing mandolin in a different band, um, and we just wanted to start a project together. So we started Escape from Zoo, and our buddies hopped in, and we just – Kept snowballing.
0: Yeah. And you, Veronica. So it's kind of funny. So, my first
2: punk album was Punk and Drublek by No Effects. My brother gave it to <laughs> <laughs> So, I'm a huge fan. Um, yeah. And uh, I, when I was homeless, I got into Leftover Crack and started playing music on the street. <laughs> so, um, and then, I mean, I met him and we started touring together and just been doing that.
0: Yeah, because uh, Jesse, you're also you, you mentioned it, but you're also in the band uh, Days and Days, uh, which I like a lot. Um, yeah, so um, I want to know because you started uh, Escape from the Zoo uh, how many times ago? Maybe about seven, six, seven years. Yeah. Okay. So, um, can you just for for the listener who don't know those band? I don't think so. I think oh, um, I think a lot of people know, but. Um, What's the difference between the two from the the styles? Because I see some difference clearly, but uh, also some similarities. So Uh, between Days and Days
1: and Escape from the Zoo. Yeah, yeah. um, With Days and Days, I really have to like work to keep that you know pace going that I want. So Mm -hmm. uh, I'm kind of limited on what I can do with the guitar. I think that's like the biggest differences with Escape. There's a lot more freedom instrumentally
2: because mm. I have,
1: you know, we have bass and Bronca's playing mandolin and yeah. we have drums and I have to play the guitar the whole time.
2: Primarily, let's keep it simple or primarily the difference is, is that Days and Days is an acoustic band. We are an electric band. <laughs> yeah. We, we use paddles. We have drums. We're noisier. And- that is a much more succinct way to <laughs> <Yeah>. describe <laughs> <Yeah>. the differences.
0: <laughs> because um, I, I think Jesse, you, you you probably write a lot of songs. So I was I was wondering, when you have two bands like this, do you like you have an idea in your mind for a song? Or are you like, okay, this one I'll keep it from Escape from the Zoo. This one is for the and Days. How can you manage I, all your ideas? Um,
1: if it's a lot, if it has a lot more ska in it. Typically, I'll go escape from the zoo because that's harder to do acoustic. If it's more just like open chords and things like that, maybe I'll lean towards days and days. Or I mean, sometimes I can hear like horns with it or I'll hear like Veronica's voice instead of Whitney's voice, vice versa, you know, so I kind of just feel it out.
0: Yeah, I love the mix of your, your voices. It's very interesting. I have a band too with a, uh, one of my friends and we lo- we are a cover band, but we love to switch vocals. And I think it's very interesting that you do it a lot in the band. How do you separate vocal parts? Is it when someone has a lyrics idea, you will sing it? Or? it he tends to just hear it in his head. He has what I
2: call composer brain. Where he can mm-hmm. hear all the other instruments and all the other and all the vocals in his head. So while he's writing, he'll, he seems to just like be like, oh, this is where we switch parts. And this is, he's
0: mostly, he's the brains. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or, oh, yeah, like you said, if someone writes a part, typically they'll sing as well.
0: Mm-hmm. And um, you released with Days and Days an album not so long ago, I think um, a year and a half, uh, two years ago, maybe.
1: Yeah, I think it was two years ago now. It doesn't seem like that long because we've only gotten to tour on that album once because of... I know. Of so, Pandemic.
0: Uh, but, yeah. And then you released a new album with, uh, with the band and I was like, oh, this, this person loves to write a lot because it's, there's a very short <laughs> time between the two. Uh, did Pandemic give you a lot of creativity or you already had written lots of stuff? Because I I talk with some artists and they, some of them are like, pandemic just make me froze. Like, I couldn't write. But some people, it's totally the opposite. So, was it the case for you?
1: Uh, I had some stuff on the backburners pre pandemic, but uh, I did write a ton. Because I mean, we had to fill up that time, right? There was like nothing to do. We couldn't tour or play shows or anything. So, to keep from falling into that like deep, dark, you know, ennui, I had to try and you know keep my keep myself busy so yeah i wrote a ton during the pandemic for sure
0: yeah veronica do you write lyrics too i write a lot but i um
2: don't like to show people oh yeah i get it <laughs> very much so some of my lyrics go into but um and we have like one song of mine that we wrote, well, too, that we've recorded but for the most part it's everyone else i mean i'm in a band with amazing songwriters so I don't have
0: to, but sometimes I do. <laughs> yeah. I read the promo sent by Melanie K. She's so amazing. I, lo- I love that woman. And I read some very personal stuff in that promo. And I, I was surprised that like, it talked about deep stuff. And it, it made me think that you have a lot of things to say on this album.
1: Yeah, we, we tried to be as transparent as we could with it. I think
0: mm-hmm.
1: probably everybody kind of had a lot of time to kind of search you know to embrace that introspective period that was us just sitting at home for two years so in kind of just living in my head a lot of the time I discovered a lot about myself that I felt I needed to express so Mm -hmm. it didn't just stay clogged in the back of my head you know.
0: I read a very interesting word my English is is not really good but I I learned that word what a solipsism. (laughs) Solipsism. <laughs> solipsism, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is so true." I'm gonna read what what was in the in, in the um, email I got, but it was like soli, I don't, uh, solipsism, <laughs> where it feels like we're the only people on the planet. This that's a weird and scary feeling, and it forces you to look at yourself. Blah, and I think it was so accurate. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, it's I, I got that a lot during the pandemic because, I mean, we were just stuck at home. And then, I mean, Veronica's here with me mm-hmm. the whole time, but I kept getting these bouts of like feeling like almost like, I guess it's like the feeling of like being in a video game or something like nothing's real, nothing, everything outside of your mind is like procedurally generated or something. I really don't like that feeling. So uh, I was oh, hoping yeah. maybe if we kind of wrote about it and got it out there, it would quell that um, quell that feeling a bit. and I think it did.
0: Yeah, and it's I felt exactly that way. Uh, my boyfriend is American, so it he was here when we first had the, the lockdown in Quebec. Uh, but then he, he had to go, so I was really alone for several months, and we had a very very strict lockdown here in Quebec with curfews. Uh, we couldn't see our family, so and I felt that way. The like, we're very alone, and what helped me was social medias even if I always criticize social medias but like that helped <laughs> so
1: yeah I mean we're lucky in that we have you know a way to communicate with our family still mm-hmm. you know virtually I can't imagine what it would have been like if this happened like you know 20 years ago and oh I know like the telephone geez that would have been a nightmare
0: oh yeah <laughs> without any distraction or something. I think I would have read a lot of books and I love to collect yeah. vinyls. So I guess I would have like, just listened to all my vinyl on repeat. <laughs> so you, <laughs> you talked about that in, in the songs, uh, in your new songs, about that, that feeling of like being in a video game and <laughs> being alone.
1: Yeah, I guess we touch on it a little bit. I'm not really... It's after we record something. I'm hesitant to listen to it for a while, like when we release it, because I'm so kind of self conscious about it and worried about what people are going to think. Oh. So I, I can't like off the top of my head think about where we address that in the album, but uh, hopefully we touched on it a bit. There's stuff
2: about um, our politics too, and then alcoholism is always a common theme for us. Yeah.
0: yeah,
2: but we're um, we just got we just got sober.
0: Yeah, I read that. Uh, yeah, good. That's great. I think you got sober on tour, if I'm correct, if I, re- I read it correctly.
1: I got sober on a tour in like 2019. Oh. And then I tried to cling to that through the pandemic and it just did not work. Um, so the beginning of this year, Veronica and I both went into a residential rehab for the first time. They had like oh, therapists. So if we got to talk to us, it was fantastic. Um, yeah, I feel great. I don't know why I waited so long to speak to a therapist. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> yeah. I was like cynical or maybe it was pride or something i was like i can do this on my own i don't need any help but uh i'm glad that i finally got that work done and i recommend that other folks do it too if they're holding out for some reason
0: that i think uh, five episodes ago i did a a sobriety uh, special with um, stefan from the band no fun at all he's been sober for nine years now and it was an incredible conversation because it's it's interesting to have someone who can talk about before getting sober and after uh, regarding to playing shows and writing music. So how did it change uh, things for you, you both for writing and playing?
2: Well, we were sick like all the time on tour. Yeah. It gets to the point where you have to have just enough to play and hitting that mark is so hard that like either go too far or drink not enough before we play and then we don't like how we play and so it Uh, it makes it really difficult to perform but being on tour it's kind of encouraged is this the only job where people and people encourage alcoholism they don't mean to but it's just everybody's having a good time and they're like well we're at a party every day so we can't yeah we can't party every day so we didn't have the self-control to just kind of do it responsibly so we just had to cut it the fuck out. And oh, sorry, I cut. Your your music. Oh that's
0: fine. Your music is so. Uh, I mean, yes, the lyrics talks about deep stuff and important stuff, but it's so uplifting. So it's it brings the party to the venue probably when you play. <laughs> Thank you. So I get it. It's and sometimes part of your pay is alcohol. So yeah, that's true. Yeah,
2: that's true. <laughs> We'd be like,
0: can we try this back? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I. Okay. So you talk about that in which song? I, it makes me <laughs> remind me of your the days and days song. Uh, oh my darling, dopamine. <laughs> your voice <laughs> oh, is yeah, beautiful. Yeah. I can see a link. Uh, so because you were talking about substances in general uh, in other song on, on your different projects, right? Yeah,
1: addiction. Addiction, is yeah. It's kind of a. <laughs> Theme that pervades all of our music because it's just been. I mean, I've been drinking more or less every day, you know, since I was like 15 or 16. So it kind of shaped, you know, how I interacted with people, how I wrote, just how I learned to do things. So trying to learn, like relearn how to be a person without it is really strange. I, I think it's a problem that a lot more people deal with than we even realize. So, oh, yeah, it's kind of a, yeah, it's an easy. Easy topic to relate to, I guess. Mm. Hopefully. I mean, not hopefully, but I hope the people that listen can relate and take something
2: away from it. Oh, know?
0: yeah, I'm sure. of yeah, hate and
2: love songs about those.
0: Mostly hate <laughs> songs. Yeah. <laughs> but- <laughs> Mostly. <laughs> but So so you got sober after writing the album or before, just to help me figure out the, the time frame?
1: Uh, yeah, we got sober after-, after that one was recorded, but most of the <laughs> songs were written from a sober state of mind. Oh, good. And the... <laughs> In the See. midst of alcoholism, yeah. <laughs> and then we recorded it sober as well because, uh, I mean, when you try and record stuff hammered, it's like you never really know how it's going to turn out. It could be great. It mm-hmm. could be absolute shit.
2: It's so- well, this was I actually had a problem when we were recording. So if anything <laughs> sounds bad, blame the booze. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and are you... Um, do you think it's going to be hard to start to write other songs uh, sober? Because I, th- I think it could be a valid uh i don't know uh insecurity because it's part of the band identity and now you, you you change this so or you just focus on other other topics maybe that's not
1: really a concern of mine i, I feel like uh there's always something to write about you know mm-hmm. so i try and not force writing because i feel like that's when you hit writer's blocks you know mm-hmm. so i just kind of kind of let it happen whenever it decides to
2: I wrote a song in rehab it's beautiful oh
1: <laughs> and uh yeah I mean as far as like ri- just writing it at all sober I- I've pretty much written everything I've written sober. I just can't write when I'm drunk I like my mind wanders like I'm flatlined so I'm not thinking about anything really when I'm <laughs> drinking
0: yeah so uh
1: yeah I'll have to like yeah you know kind of relax for a while and able to to be able to put anything together so I'm not too worried about it but uh I mean we'll see Maybe I just won't be able to write. Oh, you will, you
0: will. Because like you said, there's always something to write about. And even on the new album, uh, Counting Cards, you're writing about, I think, um, uh, systemic racism and some very important political stuff. I mean, you live in Texas. You have a lot of things to be pissed about right now, right? (laughs) Shit. Oh, you guys too, right? Canada's Canada's having a hard time too. We have our problems these days too.
2: (laughs) We were all shocked We were like, really?
0: Canada? Really? That's where that's coming from? You're talking about our (laughs) protest with truckers? Yeah Started by some uh, white supremacist people Yeah, we have this these days
1: That's reality (laughs) Blew my mind
0: And there's a lot of, it's so weird There's a lot of um, US flags (laughs) in those protests everywhere.
1: We saw Confederate flags in Canada and we we're like, what the hell are More you in that war? Yeah,
0: that's not your problem. Some Trump <laughs> flags too in those protests. Um we are we're not a religious country, but now we see a lot, a lot of religious people in those protests saying that God immunity stuff and so it's getting Yeah, I'm I can't really judge Texas right now, but I mean, <laughs> yeah it um, feels like we're in the same boat almost so no. i mean
1: um, on behalf of the hive of scum and villainy that is the united states i apologize for poisoning the well that <laughs> is
0: <Canada>. <laughs> 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 we're fine we're still in a little punk rock family with open-minded people and like progressive values so it's uh, we have to stick together <laughs> so but yeah. but yeah you're talking about about that on the on the album and it's it's fun because like i said it's very serious topics but on a very such an uplifting music like the new album starts so great uh, i think this the first song is heads up seven up mm-hmm. so like you have a little speaking intro and then a, ah! and then the vocal <laughs> so it's, like the music is really fun Hi, yeah I'm so Pete and Austin. you have many instruments on it like you said
2: of the day-to-day routine if you lust for a life of romantic adventure then we offer you escape from the zoo you <laughs>
0: to me about the other members of the bands. Uh, who are they and also who uh, did you work with for the album um, for
2: the album we worked with Elliot, Elliot who,
0: yeah.
2: Um, in We the Heathens and Doomscroll um, and he's now a permanent member so uh, but the first time he really played us was when he, he recorded the bass and the drums for that album he also recorded everything it was like his little portable studio that we recorded in and um, Our other members are Koi, who is our touring Mm -hmm. bassist, who is like family to me, and I asked Jesse if they could play bass, and I was so happy when he said yes, and Onion is our drummer, just the sweetest, and, you know, has played in tons of bands, um, namely MDC is the biggest one, so Onion's real good. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: tons of tour experience mm-hmm. absolutely beats the hell out of those drums
2: Onion I mean, kind of keeps us um from getting grump- grumpy on tour mm-hmm. they'll wake up in the morning <laughs> and just bucket of sunshine and
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's important to have that that ish person on the road
0: because yeah.
1: uh, it's easy to get grumps in the morning when you're tired and <laughs> there's a seven hour drive every day oh
0: game, yeah so, yeah really
1: keep the sunshine
0: oh that's so true nice it's part of the living the dream (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. and um so you were already on fat records for days and days so was it easier to to get this new album on fat too with with the band or it was totally independent process
1: yeah our friend johnny who mixed the uh days and show me the blueprints that last days and days Mm -hmm. album was mixing this escape from the zoo album and i guess mike just heard him mixing it and was like, yep, yeah, put that on. <laughs> so yeah. It was, um, it was weirdly effortless and uh, very um,
2: flattering. Yeah. Also, I was like, <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> was so happy that they decided to take us on. They've been just the best people to work with. They're also sweet and supportive.
0: Oh yeah. And I wonder, because you you toured a lot before that, before being on, on Fat Records and how does it, what's the, the changes that it brings to, to the band?
2: We have a manager now. I was booking for us, and I get very meticulous, um, too detail-oriented, and then I get grubby and stressed out. <laughs> um, and Days and Days manager offered to manage us after we got on that label. So now I don't have to do it anymore, which is fantastic. Um, it seems like the shows are going to be bigger. You're hoping, I I liked them small. I don't really, I'll play for three people. I'm happy. Me too. I love this
0: <laughs> so much.
1: So yeah, overall, it's definitely easier having people in your camp to, you know, help make stuff happen. For
0: promo stuff, it helps. Uh, it's, it's- yeah, I mean, they just have
1: like resources that mm-hmm. we don't. So yeah, it's easier to do things on a larger scale.
2: We never knew how much merch to order. We'd yeah. always run out so now we have people that figure that out
0: for us. That's nice. Yeah, <laughs> so thing. No, many <laughs> yeah. so many details we don't know about when we don't have a band or we only have like a very small band that there's a lot of things to be take, taken care of in a band like like you said <laughs> but you can still keep your your little shows if you want and you you have fully like control of your music and your your writing so it's
1: Oh yeah, no, we're not on like any no. contracts no, or anything. No, no. If we want to go play like house party for our friends, you know, we can do that or whatever we want. But they definitely help out a lot, and we're gracious to accept that
0: help. Yeah. And the the, the album is released already since uh, some uh, since yesterday. No. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And are you happy <laughs> about the reception? Are you happy about? Did you receive some great comments so far? Some support.
1: I'm... Over the moon I'm so happy To to I mean I've seen Mostly positive comments Which is So good You know The internet's not Really known To be the most positive place So uh, <laughs> I'm really I'm really grateful That uh, folks Even took a You know Minute to listen to it And especially grateful That some of them Seem to actually enjoy it, it means The world
0: I think we all needed This music To be honest Like, like I said It's super ska But we We hear a lot of like Scott core, even some hardcore vocal influences. So it's like, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Get that anger out.
0: Yeah. And dance. Exactly. <laughs> we can we can vent about bad stuff. <laughs> we can but we can also dance and be happy. So I think it's a perfect timing with Everything that's happening in this world, like we just talked about, and so you also released re- uh, recently a music video for the song "Wasted Years." So, what is this song about?
1: Yeah, it's just kind of a us looking back on the past, and you know, you know, ups and downs, mistakes, and triumphs, and just kind of lumping it all together, putting it in a song that we can digest when we want to, you know, revisit those feelings. Uh, and the video is just footage that we got driving out to that uh, rehab spot oh, <laughs> that we edited yeah. together
0: on the way. Wow. So you put a lot of personal stuff in, in your music, in your yeah. videos and the lyrics. Definitely try to. Yeah. So Veronica, you said you, you're not comfortable showing your lyrics, but you still put a lot of personal things in, in your music still, even if you're not. Writing. Thank you. I have a I have a weird
2: voice, and I'm doing my best to embrace it. <laughs> it's, Phenomenal. It's interesting. It's, it's it's very it, it's odd, and it makes a lot of different sounds. And sometimes I can't control them. And Jesse kind of taught me to like just fucking go for oh, it. Yeah. do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's, it gets a lot of my my anger out being able to scream, even
0: if it's not really my words. Sometimes. No, it, exactly. The, it doesn't have to be your words. So, but. You can. I feel them. It's there for a lot of them. Definitely so. <laughs> bring your own personal touch. It's great. So what? What's next for you guys? You just released the album. Uh, I know, but uh, pandemic. Maybe it's still complicated, but you probably can get on the road still. Now it's as long as everybody's careful. I mean,
2: uh, they're you know they check the vax cards and stuff. At- oh yeah. It's not all venues but um, I think we had it done all venues just because it you know we want to keep everybody safe and vaccines are good. Can I say <laughs> that? People get mad. Yeah, People it's
0: uh, can, it doesn't make it
2: false.
0: Delicate <laughs> subjects uh, but Yeah, we have a tour. Sorry. No, no, I just said oh yeah, it's a delicate subject to talk about but I'm okay. I'm fine with this. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: so yeah, we have a tour coming up March eleventh, we began, I think, in San Antonio, Texas, yeah. and that's like thirty some odd days uh, on the East Coast and the Midwest of the states. And after that, I'm not really sure. We'll see. We'll see what where life takes us.
0: I wish you could play in Canada. Like, we have some great fest coming, like the Puzza Fest. Maybe the fest. I could definitely picture you playing on those fest festivals and.
1: Yeah, we uh, definitely want to try and make it up to party down with y'all. Much sooner than later. So yeah. it's on the books.
0: Great. And uh, do you have any band suggestions I could play on this episode from your local scene that you are friends with? or?
1: Definitely check out Doom Scroll, Elliot's new band. Oh, it's phenomenal. I don't know them. Um, my little sister, Marissa, and their partner, Micah, who also make music, are both in that band yeah. as well.
2: Oh, cool. And Slummer.
1: Oh, yeah. Slummer's from Houston. I'm they're technically
2: great. a dad band, but they're the best dad band ever.
1: Really good um uh, yeah a pajama party from houston is great if you want to check them out it's a fantastic name as well
0: yeah you... um
1: and then something that's not local if you've not heard it which less people have than i think should have by now is uh watsky from san francisco he's like super positive but not cheesy but just one of my favorite rappers of all time Oh, nice! Uh, it's like my motivation music when i don't want to like get out of bed or do anything i just put watsky on and i'm like Ready for
0: it? <laughs> yeah, good. So, thank you, guys, and um, the album is great. I hope the listeners will listen to it on repeat. Uh, it's okay if I play like one or two songs for the episode. The episode will be released on Monday, so yeah, goes, but, yeah like. good. And I'll try to find a, a band you mentioned uh, to to play too. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be good. So, yeah, good job for for the album "Counting Cards" and. Let's keep talking and tell me if you're coming to play in Quebec City eventually. Will do. Good, thank, thank you. you guys.
1: You yeah, it's been a pleasure. Me. Bye,
0: be safe. Well, it's not. We're young.
1: We're supposed to drink too much. We're supposed to
0: have bad attitudes and shake each other's brains out. We are denied. The song is called The Real America SOS, and there's a featuring from Thomas Barnett of Strike Anywhere on it. It's absolutely good. Also, the band Motion Sickness released a great cover of a Flatliners song. The song is Hang My Head. It's available on YouTube. Cancer Bats announced that they will be releasing a new album, and the title is Psychic Jailbreak. And it's going to be available on April 15th. The Last Gang covered the song Blueprint by Fugazi. And they released a music video for this. It's absolutely good. I love Brenna's voice so much. She's incredible. Speaking of great punk rock women, Suzy Moon is going to release a new EP called Animal on April 1st via Pirates Press. You can check a video already for one of her singles, Gold Record, Autograph. There's a new song from Petrol Girls called Baby, I Had an Abortion. So the singer is talking about her experience. Uh, It's absolutely crazy. She says, this song is a response to my experience of having had an abortion in 2018 and my encounters with pro-lifers since then. So the band gives more details about this story in their social media. It's totally worth the read. And punk rock is about fighting for those things. Yeah. And finally, a William Scream released Two new songs! for their upcoming album, Lose Your Delusion. So you can listen to the tracks Figure 8's In My Head and Apocalypse Porn. And I can't wait to hear the album on April 14. Um, I was supposed to see them this week play live twice in a row, but the show has been removed in May, which is okay. I can wait until May, as long as it's not totally canceled. the episode is over punk rockers thank you so much for listening and spending a little moment with me today thank you to our sponsor epicmerchstore.com thank you to Scott Alquist for the edit and co-producing of the show if you want to support the podcast you can subscribe to your favorite platform share it to your friends you can also subscribe to our Patreon page if you want to have access to some exclusive content newsletter all my Zoom interviews, videos in advance. You can also make a one-time donation on PayPal and buy me a coffee. Next week, I'm gonna have a chat with the band Audio Karate. Oh, they're gonna release an album in March. I also have a lot of questions about when they used to tour with great big bands in the early 2000s. Be there. But until then, punk your life and see you next week!